88.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. I, I swear, one of there's things in life that you find out about, and you're like, man, this is changing everything for me. And I tell you what it is for me, it's this teledoc. And a teledoc is where you get to make either a phone call to your doctor, or you can even do like a FaceTime. Like I had a, um, a little bite on my arm. I could show the doctor that. He's like, you know, this and that about it. But then I was looking up, you know, who are these doctors? Like, why are these, you know, why are these guys like video doctors and telephone doctors and they don't go, you know, to an actual hospital? Does this mean they're like the lowest of the class? You know well, what I'm saying? What did you find out? So I, I dug in because they've always been great to me and they've always been super nice and helpful. And then they do like a follow up with you and Teladoc. I mean, it's just a website. There's not an advertisement. There's different versions of it. But and it doesn't cost. You know how every time you go to the doctor, it costs like one hundred and fifty dollars, no matter what, you know, with insurance and all that it still costs you money. I think it's like $30, $40 a pop to do this teledoc. And they can call in prescriptions for you. Not every prescription, but if you know you have a sinus infection, this way you don't have to drive to the doctor and wait in the stupid room and sit on that stupid paper bed or whatever. Mm -hmm. You can just say, look, I get sinus infections every year. Here's my symptoms. And they go, yeah, I'll get you a Z-Pack. Bye-bye. So I looked up, like, why, why do these people do this, these doctors? Is this like because no one will hire them to work, you know, in a practice? And actually, it's not that at all. They're paying these people so much money to be teledocs. They can make as much money hanging out of the house. They're making over $100,000 a year on average to be oh, a teledoc. Oh, I can imagine because if you have an office and you have people come in to see you, you can maybe see, what, 20 patients a day? They could probably talk to 1,000 people. The last teledoc appointment I had, if I was on that phone for one whole minute, I would be shocked. Really? This lady did not care about my health. She was just like, I, I said, uh, you know, I, and I, I, I thought it was like sinus infection or my ear was hurting me a little bit or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I have a sore throat and my ear hurt. Amoxicillin, you know, 10 days worth, boom. I mean, she didn't even go any further than yeah, that. Yeah. But I've had others that got more in depth. Well, they're making a lot of money doing this. So it's not a case of these are, and they even, when you get on the phone, they're like, I'm Dr. Daniel Baker and I'm board certified, da, 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 da. You know, they, they've. They're, they're medical doctors. And and you think about, like, if you were a doctor and you wanted to start your own practice, okay, now you got to hire staff. Now you got to build a building. Now you got to pay an electricity bill. And so I think a lot of these guys who are regular doctors go, you know what, this is crazy. I'll just go to the house and sit in my office and take calls all day. Isn't and it make ironic? As much money. Isn't it ironic now that doctors are doing house calls again, but it on is. the telephone? It is. And I love it, man. It is like a house call. You're right. Okay, I didn't think of it Absolutely like is. It's, it's a telephone call it's at the house. It's really cool. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. So, you know, if you got something that you know, like this is another sinus infection for me or whatever, you get on that teledoc, boom, problem solved. 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning there, Daniel. Uh, good morning, Tig. We had a message on Facebook from a lady named Gretchen. And she said, where is Tyga Daniels' podcast from 328? That would be Monday's podcast. And uh, I guess she was a winner. She wanted to share with her friends and family that she'd she'd won and, and wanted them to be able to hear the show replay. And uh, as you know, you are in charge of the podcast. And then we looked. It is not uploaded. So what the heck is going on? I was out of town. Oh, you weren't. Oh. You were here on Monday. I don't know. I'll check into it. Well, she wants answers, Tyga. I don't know what to tell her. Tell her that Big T, that's me. I'll say Big T is inept. <laughs>
<laughs> he's incompetent. <laughs> he's incompetent. I don't know. We'll look at it, but uh, hey, well, most well, of them are up there. You're like the Oscars saying you're going to look into it or investigate when they're talking about they're going to investigate the Will Smith slap. Uh, there's nothing to investigate. You just didn't put it up. Maybe so. Maybe Why would I'm, you choose Monday not to put it up of all time? Maybe it slipped my mind on Monday. Mondays are difficult days. Well, you tell that to Gretchen, who's listening. Sorry, Gretchen. And, uh, are you going to correct this? or Did she win something on the radio? She did. And as we've said, if you ever win or you've gotten on the radio and you want to rehear it or your kid was on the radio, that you can listen to the Tig and Daniel replay. Uh, a lot of folks say they have a podcast. This isn't a podcast. It's a show replay. You just, but you get it wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. Just look up Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. Allegedly get it if Tig decides to put it up that particular day. What so. would you say you do here, Daniel? Oh, uh, I, how about I write these contests? In fact, we have one uh, right now. What would, you say, how about, what would you say you do? I turn on the microphones. I put up the podcast. Well, well I, uh, you're saying you put up the podcast, yet it's not there. So I don't know what to tell you. Poor Gretchen. Caller 9 for Joe Nichols tickets now, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. What are we going to play today? What kind of quiz? Uh, I got three choices for them today. One I think you'll be particularly interested in, Tyke, and you can help them out. Okay, so dealer's choice. You get to choose your quiz on 98.5 The Bull. Did you see that uh, Eric Church is canceling his concert in Texas this weekend because he wants to go to the Final Four? He's a rabid UNC fan, and they're, uh, you know, the Final Four... I guess they're playing uh, Duke, which those schools are like 10 miles apart, arch rivals. And he says, look, man, uh, I'll never see this again in my lifetime. It certainly hasn't happened so far. And uh, I'm going to not do my concert. And I'm canceling the concert, and I'm going to go to uh, North Carolina to see that game. Now, I don't know tons about sports, but I do know that uh, Duke and UNC are a great rivalry, maybe even as big as the rivalry here in Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Huge. Auburn, Alabama, where and we're these from. are basketball schools, and so this is the biggest is, deal in this basketball. This is the this is the biggest event probably to them. Yeah, they don't care about football as much as basketball. Right now, you said though that that he's had to cancel that. It's a sold out show at AT and T Stadium, so this isn't like you know a small venue. This isn't like the Tulsa Theater. This is a huge stadium, and uh, I think a lot of fans are a little uh, eighty thousand. 80,000 people will be affected by him canceling that show. I don't know what to make of that, man, because I get I get what he's saying. Like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime once a lifetime opportunity for me. Mm-hmm. But also, that's 80,000 people, uh, people like you, Tig, that, that have a kid. And if you were going to go to this show, you would have to secure a babysitter. You might have to move things around for work. Uh, whoever you were going to the show with would have to do the same. I don't know, man. What do you think about this? Um... Singing is his job, right? That's that's his career. And, like, I got a chance to go to the World Series, and I knew I'd never see the Braves in another World Series, or at least I feel like that, and I took time off from work. Shouldn't he be allowed to take a day off from work, too, to go spend time with his family at something that's very important to him? I don't know, man. 80,000 people, though? Yeah. Like, you know, you have about four people that listen to you. This guy has 80,000 people but there. Isn't he entitled to a day off work? Well, Sure he is, but schedule that day like month. Don't don't have a concert that day. Do you remember when he came to the BOK Center? People were lined up outside yeah. for hours just to get in the door to their assigned seats. They were so excited about the show, they just stood out there and and waited to get in. And it was a heck of a show. But I don't know if you can do that. If you can say, well, uh, there's a basketball game I want to see, DVR it. 
and, and go watch it after the show. So what do you think uh, on this Eric Church question? It was, it, was it okay of him to cancel it? If you were a fan of his going to his show, would you be super upset or would you be understanding? Now, don't forget, this is a, when we say giant rivalry between these two sports teams, it's the maybe one of the biggest there is. Right. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Imagine you were heading to Texas. You're excited about Eric Church and you find out all your plans are dashed. How'd you feel? 918 918- Eight seven nine ninety eight ninety. You know what he could do, like Tim McGraw used to do during a concert. Tig is put an earpiece in. Yep. And during the concerts, the, the the chief Eric Church could be getting updates. That's what he used to do. Tim McGraw used to listen to but LSU you, you, games. You could imagine that uh, Eric Church has this earpiece in and then gets some bad news in the middle of a song. It might be tough for him. And he's like, "And I love your love the most." Oh, son of a! Because <laughs> right, he's here. Nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. You mad at Eric Church? Is this cool? From Ernest. It's 98.5 The Bull, Morgan Wallen there. Flower shops. Uh, so we're taking your calls about this Eric Church situation to uh, just kind of give you a little backstory. Eric Church has a big show in Texas uh, Saturday night, but uh, this will probably never happen. UNC and Duke are in the final four against each other. So he says, I, I got to go to that game. I'm going to have to cancel my show in Texas. Sold out show. So are you mad at Eric Church? Because a lot of people are upset because uh, they said, look, man, we've spent a bunch of money to, to make sure we get there. We've hired babysitters. I've booked hotel rooms. And now this guy cancels to go watch a basketball game. Uh, how do you feel about that? I mean, it certainly is right, but is it, it's his right to do that, but is it the right thing to do to his fans? Or do we understand? Hey, good morning. Uh, Ty Godino, who's this? Amber Harris. Hi, Amber so are you mad at Eric Church? You know, he's decided to cancel a concert, or do you think, uh, you know, he's being a good family man and taking his kids to something that they probably won't see the rest of their lives? Definitely think he's a good family man. Family always comes first. Even for a guy that uh, 80,000 people depended on him being there. Y'all are a- acting like his family's playing in the basketball game. He's just going to attend the basketball game. It's his life, his choice. Yeah, Can't I mean. not at him for that. Well, this, he has 80,000 people that have made plans to come see him. Well, then 80,000 people are going to have to plan to come see him another time when he doesn't have plans with his family. So you're not mad at him. You know, I did see people, uh, I did feel sorry for people. You know, I think it's cool if, you know, it's his life, it's his show. If he needs to cancel for, it doesn't matter. What, is, what do we care what he cancels for? But uh, I did see people were saying on Twitter, it's like, man, I've already booked my airline tickets. I've already booked a hotel I can't really get a refund on all that. The the grandparents even flew in to take care of my kids and like all this stuff is now and that's just one family and you can imagine what that means for 80,000 other people. Oh, I can imagine people being mad, but they got to think of it the same way as if if it was COVID that canceled it. Would they be the same mad if COVID canceled as a family issue? So well, but yeah, that's I mean, that's. But hold on, we're talking. That's the difference here. This is a basketball game. This isn't like a you know a family funeral. This is a basketball game. He's going to. Hey, I would do it if I had the once in a lifetime chance with my son or daughter to do it. I would absolutely do it. Yeah, I kind of. It, it probably won't happen <laughs> again like this. And I, I think you know. the difference is, is is that she's not going. She hadn't made plans to go to a show. She didn't make plans to fly <laughs> in, to yeah. wherever the stadium is. <laughs> well, I appreciate the call. Appreciate you guys. Have a great morning. Yeah. So, she's up. She's not upset. Yeah, that's the thing. Those of us that weren't going to the show are not upset at all. But if you were someone that had made a uh, made plans and and babysitters and airlines and whatever to go see this show, I think you might feel a little differently.
How do you feel about Eric Church uh, canceling a concert down to Texas um, to go to a basketball game? Hey, it's 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. Hey, who's this? Kim? Hey, Kim. What do you think about this? Okay, I have a question for you. What day was his concert scheduled for? This Saturday. Uh, it wasn't going to happen anyway. Why? Because WrestleMania is Saturday and Sunday in Dallas, Texas, at the AT&T Stadium. So you think it's a big conspiracy that he's, uh, wait, because of wrestling? Hold on. Hold on, Ty's going to look into it. You're saying they double booked AT&T Stadium? Uh, obviously. All right. Hold Hold on, on. on. Ty's looking into it. I've got to dig into this one. This one's blowing my mind. All right. Go for it. I'm telling you. Well, why do people always think everything is some type of conspiracy theory? Well, number one, it's not a conspiracy theory. Number two, okay. All right. WrestleMania so, is the biggest event of the year for wrestling. Wait a second. I, I think we've got something messed up here. Okay. This says this says he's saying, okay, AT&T Center in San Antonio, not AT&T down Big in. Difference. Huh? Big difference. Yeah, there's a big difference, Tag. So there wasn't a double booking. One's in, they're, they're in two no. different cities at AT&T places. Right. So what do you mean it wasn't going to happen? Well, if it was at AT&T Stadium in Dallas, it wasn't going to happen anyway. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was in San Antonio. Well, that's you never said that. <laughs> You're the one who called me to correct me. Well, Hello. All right. Yeah, Ty, could you, you please? You said what city it was in. You just said AT&T Stadium. Yeah, I, That's I true, get that. Ty, okay. Ty doesn't mind uh, missing facts when he reports. That's why he's not up on okay. News on 6. I guess there's AT&T like, Stadium and AT&T Center. One's in San Antonio. So Right. It's so, a big difference. Okay, gotcha. But they didn't double book a stadium. So he was going to play a, a show, and he has officially canceled it. Well, if he did, more power to him. He needs to spend time with his family if he wants to go. To see the final four, good for him. All right. So you're not you mad know? at Eric Church? Lord, no. All right. Well, that's cool because you know, a lot of people are saying they're mad. Needs but... to, everybody needs to take a break every now and then or else you're going to get burned out. Well, you know, he makes his own schedule. He does as many shows a week as he wants. He doesn't have to uh, schedule 300 shows a year. That's up to him. More power to him. So far, everybody's cool with Eric Church canceling the show to go see the basketball game. But uh, like you said, Daniel, nobody's called that had plans to be there yet. I just, uh, I'm impressed with your reporting, Doug. Thank you. 918-879-9898. How do you feel about this? It's 918-879-9898. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull, today's high country. We're discussing how Eric Church has canceled his show. Uh, we found out San Antonio, AT&T Center, um, canceled his show to go watch that basketball game Saturday night, UNC versus Duke. Canceled the whole show. Thousands upon thousands of people. And some people are calling and say, look, you know, it's a chance, a once-in-a-lifetime chance with his family to see that game. Other people are not loving it. Megan, are you, are you cool with this? No, and I can't believe that I'm the first one to think that it's bull. <laughs> yeah, well, Actually, we're getting a lot of calls now. Yeah. Why do you think it's bull? Okay. Um, well, his tickets are not cheap, for one thing. The cheapest ticket you can get, what, $89, something like that? They will be refunding all that. Well, 
I'm, they probably won't do a refund. They'll probably say, we'll have it again in nine months. Don't worry, you can come. Oh. Um, but they'll offer a refund. That's a pain in the butt. That's a hard process. Everybody had to go through that with COVID. Um, this isn't for COVID. Like, I think he should have just done the concert. And are, you a, that you that. are you a big Eric Church fan? I am. I am. I, I really can't believe that he's doing this. Does this um, uh, lessen your... Does it lessen your fandom that he's done this? Well, yeah. I mean, it, especially if I was planning on going to this concert, I it'd be hard pressed for me to buy another ticket. Watch, uh, watch UNC get destroyed in that game, man. <laughs> he's gonna be like, oh man, I should, <laughs> I should not have done this. Well, and you know that the camera is gonna be focused on him every chance. I, I know. That's yeah, the beer's on. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. 15 minutes away from Jimmy Allen. You get qualified for that tag, and Daniel Partico Pass means you're staying at River Spirit, free dinner, and all that. But we're still talking about Eric Church canceled a concert in San Antonio, sold out show because this Saturday night show because he wants to go to that UNC Duke basketball game in the Final Four, which is for uh, fans in that area. The you know, the biggest sporting event there is for them, right? Yeah, it's huge. Um, and we wanted to know how you feel because some people say, you know what, if he needs to take a day off work to do something special with his family, I'm fine with it. But then there's a lot of people who bought tickets to this and are flying to San Antonio and got hotels booked and all that. Wanted to know kind of what you made of it. Hey, uh, who is this? This is Tamra. Tamra, did I get that right? You got it right. Tamara, how do you? Good morning. How do you feel about Eric Church uh, knocking off a whole sold-out show to go see a basketball game with his family? You know the way I look at it. If it had been a Tulsa show, there would have been a lot of mad people. But um, I, I think the way I look at it, it's his job. You know, we look at entertainment as being a little different, but it's his job, and it's his job to follow through. So. Being born and raised, I was born and raised in North Carolina, so I know, you know, the Duke and Carolina thing is big, but it's still, I think, his job to follow through, and a lot of people uh, were counting on him, so I can understand everybody being really upset that we bought tickets and made big plans to go see him. Certainly would be disappointing, especially, you know, somebody's got it for their anniversary or a birthday. You know, something big in their life. And now it's like, uh, he's not going to do it. Hey, good morning. Who is this? This is the Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger. Yeah. What do you make about this uh, Eric Church situation? Canceling this concert to go to a basketball game. Okay, so he, he's in charge of his schedule, as you had mentioned. So if your reporting's right on that, then he has to say where he goes. His talent has made him who he is. But his fans have caused him to be loved around the world. So surely he should have scheduled according to his fans and according to his life and stuck with the plan. You know, I, I would only say I don't, I don't think he, when they put out the concert schedule way back when, he would have no idea that on April 2nd his favorite team would be in the Final Four. It would be, unless he just said, I'll never schedule a concert just in case. During the final four. Uh, earlier I said, how do you know who he's going with? You're right. In his statement, he did. He said, uh, uh, this is the most selfish thing I've ever asked the church choir to do, to give up your Saturday night plans with us so that I can have this moment with my family and sports community. So I guess he will be going with his family. Yeah. Well, the big thing is it wasn't a, a small event with five people gathering. It's 80,000 fans. It all depends how, how important are his fans to him. I know many will say how important is your family, but he's in charge of his schedule. 
Yeah, so, I mean, we're getting like a mixture here. Some people are cool with it. So distracted, I couldn't figure out if that guy's accent was real. I think it's real deal there. I like that accent. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Uh, this is Jason. Jason, what's your take on this? I think he's well within his right to do that. I mean, there are times when everyone goes and takes a day off work to spend with family because, you know, we're just swamped with work. We, we constantly think about work. We're always job focused. And as an intender, I understand that people are going to be upset, but they also get the refunds. They can also reschedule the show. And they'll have that chance to go see him again live in concert or whatever. But this is like one time he's going to, he, he wants to take time off to spend with his family. I, I think he's well within his right to do so. This is the first That's time. The I, most important thing at the end of the day. I, this is the first time I've ever heard of a concert being canceled. Um, you know, other than like an illness or uh, a tragic event in a family, but he just going to a basketball game. But kind of, I kind of like it, man. I mean, the guy, he's put his family first. So shouldn't we all? I like that he's owned up to yeah. it. He's not like, hey, for unforeseen circumstances, he's like, hey, uh, this is the most selfish thing I've ever done. I'm going to this game, and I hope you can understand. Right. So he is owning up to it. I got to give him props for that. Yeah, I mean. And he's, he's not sugarcoated, and I don't believe it's selfish. I believe, it, you know, it's, it's selfish for him to put the fans first over his family. You know, I just got to think, you know, that's just me. you're a dad, right? Because I heard, I think I heard some kids oh, yeah. in the car. You know, I think that in 20 daughter. or 30 years, Eric Church is going to remember taking his kids to the Final Four and probably not have any recollection of a concert he did in San Antonio. Yeah, but his family is going to remember that. Well, he yeah. canceled the show just to spend a night with them yeah. to go to the Final Four to see his favorite team. Well, thanks for and the that's call, him, man. That's something you, you just can't get back. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. All right. So uh, it's not settled at all. It's like 50-50 out there. Yeah, I think it's the same all over the whole country. Maybe more so in North Carolina people are leaning to be on Eric's side. But, you know, I think he'll be forgiven, don't you? Yeah, I do. I don't think it'll be a big deal because it didn't affect most of his fans. Might have problems in San Antonio for a minute, but... We continue this morning, 10 minutes away now from Jimmy Allen and our get qualified for our Tiger Den on Party Cove Pass here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. About two minutes away from uh, Jimmy Allen tickets. Before that, uh, some people are upset with Eric Church. Some people are cool with him because he decided to cancel uh, that sold-out show down in San Antonio on Saturday night because he wants to go to the Final Four with his family. Because uh, he's a big UNC fan, probably won't see this again for a while, especially against Duke. Um, we wanted to know what you kind of thought of that. Hey, good morning. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Hey, this is Kathleen. Kathleen. So what do you make of this Eric Church thing? Well, I think he made a commitment. And like the one lady was saying, that's his job and he needs to follow through. Um, if basketball in general is that important to him, he can schedule around that in advance. You know when the Final Four is going to be every year. There's a certain time of year. Also, you mentioned that this is a once-in-a-lifetime experience for his family, which I get, but maybe now he has ruined some other family's once-in-a-lifetime experience that they were going to get by going to travel to see Eric Church. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good point. Yeah, I mean, there's probably somebody that got this for an anniversary gift or a, a child's 13th birthday or something, right? Yeah, what if it's some kid's, like, last concert because they're... It, Ill. Oh, yeah. I don't even like to think of it like that. You're a depressing lady. <laughs> Dang, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know, I, I, I will admit I'm not a huge Eric Church fan in the first place, but I don't know. Maybe you might want to leave that part out. Well, well you seem that's like you seem like you're well thought out. Uh, also, the early controversy today was tied for getting to put up Monday's 
uh, show replay, and a lady wrote in, wanted to see that. What do you make of Tyg shrugging off his responsibilities for no particular reason? Tyg, I expect more from you. Okay. I'll, I'll I, I don't on. know why. Get, I, I expect very little. Go get it next time. Yes, I'll go get, get it next time. Thanks for the call. Tiger Daniels Party Cove Pass. You get qualified for that, and you win Jimmy Allen tickets right now. Caller number nine. What are we going to play, Daniel? Well, Tiger, I thought for you today, uh, since baseball it was supposed to be opening day, you said it's been pushed back, but it's too late. I've already come up with the baseball quiz, so I figured I would do a little baseball quiz, and they could team up with Tiger, and he could help them with the answers here. All right, let's do it on what would have been <laughs> what would have been opening day of baseball. 918 879 989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989989
Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's all right. She's right. It's Johnson, the big unit. How do you get that nickname, Ty? He's, he's really tall, too. Yeah. Is he? He's just tall guy, yeah, big unit. <laughs> I didn't actually consider that before. His name's, his name's Randy Johnson, and they call him the big unit. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Now I'm all blushy over here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Next. Please don't think about the big unit this morning. Okay. This is the Baltimore team, and it begins with the letter O. Uh, Orioles. Orioles is correct. Up next, Yay. Jeter's position. I assume that's J Derek Jeter, Tug. Mm -hmm. uh, and it starts with the letter S. What's Derek Jeter's position in baseball? Shortstop. Shortstop. Yeah, you do know a lot about baseball. And finally, yeah. this is a brand of baseball card that debuted in 1989. And the, uh, the answer begins with the letter U. 1989 and it the that's pretty hard the baseball card it is hard wow. I, I only know it because i for some no tie helper out upper deck but the the main one was tops and remember they would put a gum in there yeah yeah that thing could be tops, like five years old you still chew it well then they got cheap and then oh, they upper deck yeah upper stopped, deck yeah you're right we got it we got it. they stopped putting the gum in there tig and i both uh, as young kids bought a bunch of baseball cards thinking that we would be retired by now because of our baseball cards and they're uh, worth absolutely nothing they are worth they're useless now Unless, what if we do Aww. have a... I got to check mine, see if I got the big unit in there. So I got, <laughs> I'd like to see that. Yeah, got to get that big unit. All right. All right. Well, Becky, uh, you've won yourself two tickets to Jimmy Allen. You've also qualified for that Tig and Daniel Party Cove Pass, which is a night stay at the River Spirit Casino, dinner at Fireside Grill, and tickets to the show. Wonderful. Awesome. You're so welcome. Thanks, guys. We're back in less than an hour with more tickets, too. Lauren Elena is on the way on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Uh, Lauren Elena is coming to town, and you could be there. What a magical night out with the girls or just a date night. That's at 8.40 this morning. Good morning, Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull. You know, I got to tell you, I, uh, I did a post on 98.5 The Bull's Facebook page, and I was wondering what people consider to be the best-tasting cereal ever. Wow. What and compelling of course, content. And, uh, uh, criticized uh, wow. me. What did you want to talk about? Nobel Peace Prize? I'm so stupid, wow. I can't even think of what that is. Right. Nobel Prize winners? Like, what's your favorite cereal? Man, what, what a did compelling you want to morning show. What did you want to discuss, Doug? Something I, other than that. Let's go. Oh, not as brilliant as that hilarious topic you did the other morning is, are you still married in heaven? <laughs> Your sick puppy. Uh, what did you? Uh, I asked Tyke earlier. I said, "What did you? What cereal did you eat as a child?" And you said you ate just regular Cheerios. Okay, that's why you're so twisted and messed up inside. You got no joy because you were forced to eat Cheerios. What was your mom's rule? The rule was I could not have any cereal that changed the color of the milk. So, in other words, Fruit Loops that would change the color of the milk. Cheerios basically did not do anything to the milk, and uh, that was her rule. It, did she run? Oh, and grape nuts. Oh my God. Yeah, no which is wonder. like. Chewing rocks. That's it. So I ask on Facebook, why would that be the rule? Were you allowed to drink soda and things like that? Rarely. No, not really. It's funny how... No Kool-Aid. We could never have Kool-Aid growing it, up. It's funny what uh, these rules that we used to have back in the day. For example, on television, your mom wouldn't let you watch what? She wouldn't let me watch He-Man and stuff because she thought it was violent. Yet she watched. She let me watch the Cosby show. We know how that turned right. out. Yeah, she was like, you know, do not watch that He-Man. Now, you can watch Bill Cosby <laughs> every yeah. single afternoon, but don't ever watch uh, He-Man. So I asked people, what is the best-tasting cereal ever? I was really uh, 
interested in what people would say. Somebody mentioned cookie crisp. Do you remember, Ty, when we were I don't know if they even still make it when we were kids, though. We literally ate tiny cookies for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Now we wonder why we're all so out of shape now. It's literal cookies. Somebody else said, I don't believe that they have to be insane. They said the non-frosted shredded wheats. Wait, are these things they liked or they just ate? They said these, I said, what's the best tasting cereal oh ever? Oh, my God. Somebody weird. said... The non-frosted shredded wheats. I do like those Reese's Puffs. I have those in my cupboard now. Do you? And that, again, is basically candy. Mm-hmm. And I asked, like, what cereal do you eat now? And he says, I- I'm a grown man. I don't eat cereal. I can eat steak. <laughs> you telling me you wake up in the morning and have a bowl of steak? <laughs> this guy's going to have a heart yeah, attack in 10 minutes if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> I can eat steak. <laughs> bowl of steak. Did you ever get to sneak... Uh, any cereals? Yeah, like we go to our friend's house, and uh, I remember the delight of having Captain Crunch for the first time. Now, what does that do to you, the roof of your mouth? Have you ever eaten that stuff? It that, destroys like, it. <laughs> what is that? It does to your mouth. I don't know. Is it the shape of it? It must be. It really does. Uh, it does something weird. But then there was the uh, Oops All Berries uh. that came out. I think that also destroyed. Uh, people keep saying Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Not a fan of that. Was that? Were you a big fan of that? No. Nah. Only because over at the Rogers compound, y'all weren't allowed to eat eat certain cereal. (laughs) Uh, Golden Grams was a big one. But picking out out the cereal used to be like the biggest decision I ever had to make. So that's why I was so close to cereal. Your son now is loving cereal. He won't won't eat anything. He comes to my house and eats three bowls of Frosted Flakes. You know, these stores, they're smart. Because I remember uh, I used to stock shelves at a grocery store. And you know where they put all the... uh, the sugary cereal, they put it down low around your knee or your thigh because the kids, that's their eye line. And so the kids, if they put all the sugary stuff at the top, less likely the kid would throw a fit and beg for Cocoa Crisp. Is that really true? That's absolutely true. They put the sugary cereal down near the bottom because it's the kids can access it and grab it and go, Mommy, I want this. And the mom says no, and then the kid throws a fit and they get it. Hmm. I had no idea that so much thought and effort. That's well, where did you do. put the, uh, like, the uh, grape nuts and... Way on at the top. Yep. Yeah. The more you know, huh? Yeah. Well, so go comment on this. We're trying to come up with a concise uh, answer on what the best-tasting cereal ever made was. I thought, I thought I'd eat cereal my whole life. So uh, on our it's Facebook on the, page? Yeah, the Bull Facebook page. 98.5 The Bull on Facebook. If you weren't doing 98.5 The Bull with Luke Combs, Ty Daniel. See, the uh, CDC has dropped its travel advisory for cruise ships. So they used to say, hey, man, watch it. But now they just completely dropped that. And I guess they're effectively saying we're cool with you uh, going on a cruise ship. I mean, you could have done it anyway, but they were just saying, like, watch it. But now they're not even saying that. So you can jump back on a cruise. I, wonder, I bet you can still get them really cheap. I wonder how long it will take the cruise industry to recover from this. Uh the- I mean, you talk about an industry that was, like, crushed by the pandemic. I mean, airlines were still flying a little bit, but that cruise industry, I think I saw, like, pictures of them just having to anchor in, like, cruise ship cities off coast and just sit there and have nothing going on. I thought they had to, some of them had to continue their routes because if you, it's kind of thing where if you didn't continue doing it, you lost your privileges or... Yeah, like, uh, well, that was an airline thing. Is that an airline thing? Yeah, where, um, let's say that... You know, you're uh, Delta Airlines and you have a bunch of gates at Atlanta and you're not using them, you might lose your lease on those gates. So they were just, 
Sometimes flying planes just to get them over there. I gotta decide if I like a cruise or not. I went. I went on one right before COVID, and uh, I, you know, the jury's out on these. It is out. I think it. I think it depends on how far the cruise is, how many nights, and where it's going. I suppose. Like, where do you where do you lie when it comes to cruises? Well, the only time I've been on a cruise was a complete disaster. How so? A oh guy, yeah, your uh, guy died on it. It was your honeymoon, wasn't it? Mm-mm. No, just a, a regular trip, and we we're going to the Bahamas, and this is a pretty inexpensive cruise. This is not like a thousand dollars, even. This is like a few hundred dollar cruise, and we're just gonna go stop in the Bahamas, you know, on a couple couple nights, you know, one stop here, one stop there in the Bahamas. And uh, the first night I was there, a guy died on the boat. He didn't fall off the boat; he fell in the boat. What do you mean he fell on the boat? There's like an atrium, you know, like in the movie Titanic, where there's those big staircases and stuff. This guy fell from like the third story down into the the bottom of the atrium. That's a horrific nightmare. I know. How and did you enjoy the rest of the cruise? It was tough, man, because I was like, you know, a guy died on the boat last night. And as a young guy, like a 19-year-old kid, drunk on spring break or something, fell over and it killed him. And because of that, we couldn't stop in all our places because, you know, like they have to investigate these things, make sure nobody threw them out. You know, all this stuff was going on. And the next morning, I was up late, and my wife wakes up, and I said, you know, I think somebody died on the boat last night in that atrium. And she's like, what? And I said, yeah, I think somebody. And that's why we're not in the Bahamas yet. We're just having to, like, troll out here in the middle of the ocean. And uh, about that time, the captain comes on. And it's like, ladies and gentlemen, we want to inform you of an unfortunate incident. The Bahamian authorities need to come on board and investigate. Unfortunately, a passenger has died. And I was like, oh, my God, the guy's dead. How can I? I'm not kidding. Ten minutes later, the captain comes on. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, on the Carnival Cruise, conga line in ten minutes on the main deck. I'm like, how can you do the conga? Was it the conga, whatever that is. Was it like a sad conga line? or was it? I didn't know? go see it. But it was hard to be on a boat for two more days and realize that, like, somebody's life has been ended and the family was on the boat when that happened and just a total disaster. So... And you I don't got, have and a you good gauge sons on of that. guns were all like cha 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 right past the, the outline where this <laughs> No, I did not do uh, You know, our buddy Van went on a cruise on his honeymoon and somebody jumped from the ship there too. So maybe this is the kind of thing that happens a lot on cruises. They didn't get to go to that port either because they had to do he said they were doing circle eights. Oh my gosh. Trying to look for the person. But you know, I think there's two types of people. Those that love cruises though, they really love them. And I mean they take their prom dresses and they formal night and all that. Like, who's taking a tuxedo on vacation to go out and eat these silly dinners on a cruise ship? Nice stuff. And we had just seen a story, of, uh, what, a month ago about a guy that he's using his retirement to just live on a cruise ship. Now, that is another thing I noticed when I was on this cru- cruise. I was talking to all these older people, and they were like, yeah, uh, this is, I live here year-round. You can go on a cruise that's a year long, and mm-hmm. all they do is they, he said, you know, people come clean my room every day. All the food. Uh, what else do I have to do? So you, you I cruise. That's, That's right. my that, not a bad way to live your final years, is it? And I bet you get a great discount if you're buying 52 weeks at a time, right? I imagine you, would you imagine would, yeah. Eight twelve with Ty Gadano, and uh, moments away. I'll say more than moments. Lauren Elena is coming up at eight forty, right here on ninety eight five The Bull. The Bull, today's hot country, 15 minutes away from Lauren. Elena, tickets before all that, did you see 
uh, where we take a look at what in the world's going on out there. Brought to you by Daniel's Dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougall of Hugh McDougall Dentistry. Good morning, Daryl. Uh, good morning, Teej. Uh, people this morning uh, talking about Bruce Willis having to step away from acting after being diagnosed with uh, aphasia. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. And this is what this is, is a um, it affects your communication. Like you can still speak. Speaking is not an issue, but what you're saying isn't quite making sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, rumor has it that this has been going around Hollywood for a while and, and people were speculating today, is this why he's doing all these straight to videos, straight to streaming? Uh, because the guy was in tons of movies, just stuff you've never really heard of that didn't hit theaters. And you, some mean, suspect, you mean recently he was doing a lot of stuff that we didn't see? Yes, yeah, so he's just, any, like you go on Netflix or something like that, there's like 20, 30 movies that just came out in the last few years. Some suspect he's doing this just to try to cash in, you know, here in his final days. I see, before he can't act anymore at all. Yeah. Hmm. So really, 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 uh, it's awful. Gosh, that sounds terrible. Uh, how about this, Tag? Do you burn scented candles in your house? I do. You do? Mm-hmm. For what? Well, I just don't want to be that person that doesn't know my house thinks. So I, I usually have candles going. <laughs> so you like to have a stinky house with yeah. a little candle overtone to right. it. Well, this guy, believe him or not, he's an organic chemist. He's warning us about burning scented candles in the house. You ready? Pollution, we think of it as an outdoor thing, but indoor air pollution caused by burning candles, air fresheners, and other sources is a big problem. Candles are made of cheap paraffin wax. They're made of artificial fragrances and dyes. And when we burn that, it gives off carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide, sulfur dioxide, benzopyrene, toluene, and other volatile compounds. They're not good for the body. They interfere with the body's ability to reproduce. The problem with these candles is there's no quality control. Candle manufacturers are not required, and they don't show over 90% of their ingredients. They don't have to prove safety. And we're just buying these and breathing it in, and it's a big problem. So be careful. If you're burning a candle once in a while in a well-ventilated space, I wouldn't worry about it. But chronically burning could be a big deal. This guy sounds like a blast to hang out with. I know. I, gonna, go ahead. I, uh, I buy my scented candles at this uh, local uh, hometown organic candle shop called Ross. Yeah. Dress for less. A little mom and pop place. <laughs> I'm reading here. It says that, uh, yes, they do emit chemicals, but such a low amount that they pose no significant risk to hu- human health. Hmm. Also, did you see, Tig, that an all-woman sports bar is opening tomorrow in Portland, Oregon. It's a new sports bar that will be exclusively featuring women's sports on the television. The name of the bar, going out of business soon. The owner says she was inspired because only 4% of uh, the athletes on television are women, so they're going to have this sports bar with nothing but women's sports. Well, there are a lot of women's sports out there. I mean, just as many as uh, dude sports, you just don't see it on TV a whole lot, Mm -hmm. you know? She says she believes it's the first sports bar to exclusively feature women's sports, both on television and in the decor. They're also working with female partners to get local food as well as an all-woman-operated distillery to get spirits for cocktails. Mm -hmm. Now, I can say that because I don't give a rat's about women's sports, men's sports. I don't care about sports in general. So you would not attend that bar? Well, I would probably go, especially because, you know, if the the food is good. Mm Mm-hmm. And the spirits and cocktails are You're good. a huge fan of food. You can look at you and tell that. <laughs> Not sports, though. <laughs> right. Uh, did you see also the most stressful hour of the week is different for men and women? I never really thought about this because I don't have a lot of stress in my life. But for 
uh, parents and, and men and women, there are particular hours that are especially stressful for them. Uh, what would you say your most stressful hour of the week is, Ty? Yeah, for me, it's sometimes Sunday night. When it's time to get everything ready for Monday, get the clothes ready for the kid, you know, make sure that kind of stuff's taken care of. Got the big week coming up. For me, it's probably Sunday night sometime, but I don't know if I'm like anybody else. They say that's reasonable to me. Uh, they say the average woman, it's 7 p.m. on a Monday or a Tuesday. Maybe that's the most stressful hour according to this, whatever study this is. But they say for the average man, it's 8 p.m. on Friday. How the hell would that be stressful? Yeah, what a load of bull how in the world is 8 p.m on friday stressful that's like the least stressful you're done with work where did you get that like bullcrap.com it must be it says a stress management app look through its data or maybe 8 p.m on a friday is a least stressful i hour, wonder the best if it's hour. because the dad like the kids are you know it's the weekend and the kids want to maybe they do more stuff or something like you can't just say it's a a school night and you got to go to bed. I don't know. Maybe they busy doing that. That's very strange. We you know th these things come out all the time. These studies. Yeah, next year it'll be totally different. Reason. Yeah. Um, any Sylvester Stallone spottings in your neighborhood yet, Todd? Uh, I could tell you that um, my wife Brittany, she has a, a building downtown. She visits for work, and they were looking down at the street, and they could see like some of the stuff being filmed yesterday. So they're still downtown, blocking off streets and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, if you see something, you go, oh, my God, what has happened up there? It must be like a hostage situation because there's so many people and cops. It's it's probably just them roping off stuff to film that uh, that show, Tulsa King. And one more thing. This relates to you, Tig. Your son is at an age now. He's six years old where he he's at the age where he won't try many things. He won't eat many healthy things. Uh, and they say the best way to get kids to eat vegetables is by bribing them with junk food. <laughs> it's okay. That can't be Absolutely true. They say a poll of a thousand parents found the number one way to get kids to eat vegetables is by bribing them with junk food. But is that the right way to do it? I mean, they didn't say it was right. It's just the number one way to get them to like your son. Like you know, you can tell clearly if if he doesn't think he's going to like something, he's not really going to really try it. Yeah. We were at the Sputter the other night. It revolting. He, uh, you guys made him try a piece of shrimp, and then he just spit it right on his plate, mm. right in front of me. And I was like, I was grossed out yeah. then. Well, I had also read like when, because um, I just was learning, we were having some challenges at the house with my son and like a lot of, I, I was guilty of this too. I would say, listen, if you don't eat your chicken, uh, you're not going to get your iPad at all this week or something like that, right? And they said you should reverse it. You just say, Mac, if you eat your chicken, I'll let you play with your iPad a little bit. Instead of threatening to take stuff away, oh, you, you, mean you set up a reward system. Yeah. I think Carol's calling to weigh in on this. I don't know. Hey, good morning. What's up? It's Tiger Daniel. Is that, is that that line one again? That line one again. You know, if they will fix line one, you can play with your iPad. <laughs> Engineers listening. It's uh, seven minutes away now from Lauren Elena tickets. So 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Ashley McBride and Carly Pierce. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Time now for Lauren Elena tickets. You see her on television. You hear her on your radio. And now you can hear her in person. What do we got on the phone with us, Dana, playing our next game? Uh, today's contestant is Steve. Steve, where do you live? Which city do you live in? I live in Tulsa. Right here in Tulsa. In right? Tulsa. Which neighborhood? Uh, Kendall Whittier. Okay, yeah, they say that's an up-and-coming neighborhood. 
Yes, it is. And uh, where do you like to go out around there? Uh, I don't. You just stay at home? stay home all the time. Working on your manifesto? Of course. Ed Kaczynski here. Uh, I'm going to ask you some questions here and all the answers, Steve. Three letters long. So that should give you some uh, hint. Uh, Up first, again, three-letter answers, and Ty can help you if you need it. Up first, Steve, this is a Korean car maker. Kia. Kia is correct. Uh, This is the name of a top fighter pilot. It's also the name of a card and a deck of cards. What would a top fighter pilot be called? Ace. Ace is a correct. What about a term for an Irish dance? Jig. Jig is correct. What about a creature that lives in an apiary? A what? Uh, Am I saying it right? Apiary? How's it spelled? A-P-I-A-R-Y. Apiary. I would... I don't know what that is. I can only guess. Do you have any ideas? Well, you do know that it's uh, three letters, so something that lives in an apiary. I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. Uh, Perhaps it lives in a hive in an apiary. A bee? Bee is a correct. How about one of the months of the year, Steve? May. May, I believe. Uh, is that all five? Is that all five correct? Yeah, he got them all. Oh, my gosh. Wait, we don't know I could do that, are we? Do I have to? Well, you, you know, you're cheating Steve if you don't. And I'll do it if you want. Steve, you know what happens when you get all uh, all the questions correct, don't you? Yeah, but I just don't fly that way. Okay, right. so it's a no before Already we Already rejected. Before even I get a chance to propose to Steve, he said no. Good. Understandable, though. Well, who are you going to take to Lorna Lena with you? Because that's what you're going to. You're going to go see Lorna Lena at Kane's Ballroom. I will be taking my wife. Well, there you go. What's her name? Lois. Oh, Lois. Steve and Lois. You guys ever take pictures together? Like, you know, like for Facebook? Uh, not, not like, not in a weird way, uh, but you go to like events or something like well, that. You're in pictures and uh, you. She does, but I don't even have a Facebook. So. Oh, I see. My, my point is is that uh, a lot of times we're getting pictures taken at these events coming up, Mother's Day, Easter, and all that kind of stuff. And if you're not 100% happy with your smile, uh, you need to go see my dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougal. Hey. Are you 100% happy with your smile, Steve? Oh, yeah. You are? You must have saw my dentist, oh, yeah. Dr. Hugh McDougal. He specializes in pain-free, stress-free treatment, Tig. If you go in there, you don't have to be scared of the dentist. Also, something you'd like, Tig, is that he doesn't try to do extra work that you don't need. Yeah, I like that. Because, uh, you know, you went to a dentist once in Nashville, and they said, you got to do all this stuff. Long story short, Hugh McDougall said, that's that's nonsense. You don't have to do all that. He doesn't try to just treat you like an ATM. He does what he needs. That's right. Tig's right. So just Google McDougall. That's M-C-D-O-U-G-A-L-L-D-D-S dot 